it's Natasha and Khalil, aka K9 Nurse. We are the co-hosts of Woke and Free. Thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in to our 10th episode of Woke and Free. If you've been joining our conversation for the past couple of weeks, you know what Woke and Free is all about. We are talking about anything and everything that is important to us and you, of course. And so definitely today's episode is going to be hopefully not too traumatic for people, but it needs to be said. And as I've said before, nothing is off the table. Before we dive deep into the subject, first we ask that you do the following. Subscribe to Woken Free on iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher, Google Play, and SoundCloud. Make sure you share the episode on Facebook, on Twitter, everywhere really, and uh, with your friends and family of course as well. And then also talk to us on social media. We really love to hear your thoughts and hear when you say you disagree, you agree with us, or you want us to bring up something. Each week, we like to share a little bit about us before we dive into the topic for the episode. Last week, we shared what is the worst superpower we would have. This week, we are sharing if we could have only one vegetable for the rest of our lives, what would that be? My vegetable would be corn. That's going to be my go-to because I can make a variety of corn-based meals using it. I can make my own flour and such, so I wouldn't even have a need for other food besides steak. Runner-up to that would be spinach because it makes me feel like Popeye the Sailor Man. <laughs> I can't, Kalu. Uh And you can make flour and and uh, and such? Is, is, what, is that what you just said? Yes. Okay. Because you can do other stuff with corn, like cornflakes. You are corny for sure. Uh, <laughs> for me, my choice of vegetable would be the carrot because uh, growing up, my dad used to make the best carrot juice. So I definitely love how carrots can be used for that function in addition to the ability to fry them, saute them, grill them, bake them. And also they're very supportive for eye health. So that would be my vegetable of choice. But since we've thoroughly bored people with uh, that excursion. Exactly, exactly. Let's dive right into uh, this uh, very heavy topic, which first and foremost, uh, just if people haven't been seen on social media, we are talking about being PC. Is our society too PC? And to, to get into that, first we have to define what does being PC really mean? So what do you think? Well, that's easy. PC stands for personal computer. Just kidding. In this case, it stands for politically correct, which revolves around written or spoken words tailored to to not offend anyone in society. Mm -hmm. An example would be a fictional group of tangerine people who refuse to be called oranges and consider it hateful. Mm -hmm. If one were to call them oranges, that would not be politically correct. Mm -hmm. The politically correct thing would be to call them citrus sapiens, which isn't an actual species, but it's sensitive to the emotions of the tangerine people. You're a lunatic. Um... Okay, so according to Merriam-Webster Dictionary, uh, PC means really to conform to a belief that language and practices which could offend political sensibilities, as in matters of sex or race, should be eliminated. 
So essentially kind of what you're saying, uh, personally, I would say I've come to understand being PC as choosing not to use language that maybe isolates or attacks a particular group in our society. I don't know if I'd go to the extent of creating scenarios where oranges and tangerines are people, but I appreciate the creativity, husband. It's just a good example of a group of people that would be offended. <laughs> gotcha. I'd like you to can draw lines with other real people that exist on the planet currently. Word, word. You could. Okay. It begs the question then, have we become too PC in our society? Interesting. So uh, I came across this article in Madame Noir, written by Deja Jones, where she wrote, political correctness is like that encased fire extinguisher with the sign that says break in case of fire. It's the wet blanket that puts a damper on the opinions of others if there's even the slightest bit of racial, gender, or cultural bias present. Why have we become such a touchy society where people aren't allowed to share opposing beliefs, thoughts, and ideas without it sparking a mass protest or social media-wide social media bashing? The more sensitive we all become, the more difficult it will be to resolve the large issues that are plaguing us. To be honest, I completely agree with her. I think, A, everyone's entitled to their opinion. Even if we truly disagree with that opinion, what kind of a society are we becoming or existing in if people are not allowed to share their thoughts? I think the only thing that we need to think of is the difference between sharing thoughts and intentionally trying to harm others. So is that acceptable? No, we shouldn't be trying to harm other people. But as a global community, we have to recognize that people come from different backgrounds, people come from different perspectives, and at the end of the day people have to be themselves and we can't choose being pc over self uh you know acceptance or sharing each other's truths at a certain point the being so politically correct you actually suppress other people's ideas and beliefs mm -hmm. you become so enamored with just always saying the right thing and mm -hmm. not stepping on toes and you just you don't allow other people to voice their opinions no matter how wrong it might seem an example of when being so politically correct can actually suppress things and actually be harmful to society is when I came across this uh, new Google feature that they debuted for a select few users. It showed individuals alternative walking routes when they search for directions to a location. Mm -hmm. The alternative routes contain potential calorie losses with a pink frosted cupcake next to it mm -hmm. that the person would possibly lose if they followed that route. Mm -hmm. Some people tweeted about it that this additional feature was body shaming, and one person even claimed that the pink frosting was anti-feminist. Really? Showing you potential health benefits is body shaming? One issue was that you could not disable the feature, but that could have been included once this thing was out of beta testing. Mm. The real icing on the literal cupcake was saying a pink cupcake was targeting women. Everyone knows pink cupcakes rule. Forget vanilla or chocolate, that pink sustenance is unmatched. <laughs> oh, people might be upset. Uh, <laughs> okay, so do you think it's possible to share your truth and be politically correct at the same time? If it's your truth, then it's most likely isn't politically correct. How you feel may often be very jarring to a group of people. It's mm -hmm. best to do some research before sharing your 
quote unquote truth with people. Mm-hmm. Also, try and see the other person's point of view before sharing your deep thoughts. Be considerate. Mm-hmm. I say it's going to depend on the topic. So, for instance, outside of Woken Free, I uh, definitely do a lot of writing and discussion in the body positivity arena. And what I have found to be very interesting and troubling is that if you are deemed a BOPO advocate and you dare talk about uh personal fitness or nutrition you are like shunned and you seem to be attacked verbally in on the social media wavelengths and uh and you are all of of a sudden not a bopo advocate anymore so i don't understand like when uh being like discussing health and fitness was like politically incorrect. I don't know where, when that memo was sent out, but I never received that. And I think that that's an example of, again, if it's your truth, if you want to share your personal fitness journey, why is that offensive (laughs) to other people? I, I don't know why people, yeah, won't allow you to live your life without wanting to like label you a traitor or a faker or, or whatnot. It's similar to the Google situation. They never Mm -hmm. got the memo that just suggesting a healthy option is somehow body shaming. They, Mm. how would Google know that they're just showing, giving options. How come people aren't mad when we see options on TV on how to gain more calories? There's no, I see no protesting (laughs) over that. There's these tons of foods they show looks super delicious, but it's definitely not good for you. There's no protest on that though. But once you say, Hey, this is a healthy option that you might've not asked for, then you're upset. But if it's a nice big, you know, cinnamon roll with frosting and sprinkles and some whipped cream on top, you didn't ask to see that, but you're not mad when you see it either. Right. I mean, I think ultimately, yeah, it's just going to come down to like, what is the intention behind everything? So I think, especially with like Bo Positive, Bopo, you know, we, the whole message is that you should love your body as it is, right? But you don't, it, you don't want to see messaging or we don't want to see messaging that suggests that to be body positive, you need to lose weight. I think that's maybe what some people get mad about. And I agree. I think everyone's decision to lose weight, gain weight, that's a personal decision keep it for yourself or if you want to share it share it uh but you we shouldn't be told or deemed that you're wrong for living in the body that you are because everyone is beautiful and there's no right way to have your body but it's it's a very interesting conversation for sure it needs to be acceptance though of mm-hmm. all body types yes regardless of size yes. and or if you want to go up or down it's your choice exactly that's what it really should be exactly what is the relationship between political correctness and purposeful offensiveness? Okay, so I think what's also interesting here, and this I saw with uh, some things, some articles I came across online about how with our current uh, president and his base, how there's certain viewpoints about uh, discrimination and uh kind of segmenting of our society. And I think there's a difference between saying that you are gonna say what you wanna say and you wanna be politically correct or you don't, and then also purposely being offensive. So to be, if you're not politically correct, say you say you believe in something that is, uh, you know, maybe offensive to some people. I think being offensive and then 
purposely trying to harm someone with your commentary to degrade someone or to uh to really try to like actively attack the person is our different arenas and i think that we have to segment them out so if you are for instance going to say a racial slur that only is not politically correct but it's purposefully offensive can you talk about a group of people of color without using uh maybe political correct terms yeah but does it have to be a racial slur no it doesn't so i don't think that they go one in like hand in hand but I think that a lot of people say you should say the politically correct thing so you don't be offensive and I think that that's too uh too narrow of a viewpoint because in theory you could offend anyone <laughs> like so yeah, then you, it's really easy. you might not be able to say anything and I don't I don't know if we decided we were supposed to be mute I mean, in life but again it's please send us the memo if that if that's gone out <laughs> Yeah, I think of purposeful offensiveness as just good old trolling. Mm. That's when you look at it, that's what it really is of people trying to troll other people. Mm-hmm. It's meant to get a rise out of them and just see how they react. And mm. usually, usually for the worst. When you're PC, you're attempting to avoid conflict and really just convey an opinion without being offensive. Mm-hmm. It's just trying to get your idea across and actually just tell somebody how you feel. Okay, okay. So I wanted to know if we, if you could send a letter to every household in America and it, would, it was going to be talking about PC, being PC, what would you say? My letter would say, people, people, please voice your opinions with care and concern. Mm-hmm. Don't stay mute because you think a mob will form outside your house. Instead, let everyone know how you truly feel. As an aside, please be mindful of what you're saying. There's no need to throw ice balls to the groin at your fellow citizens. If you aren't sure of something, ask or do some research. Also, everyone on the receiving end of the conversation, don't jump down the other person's throat when they say something that seems offensive. This is your chance to be a teacher and let that person know that their thinking may be flawed. Imagine that. People make mistakes. Over and out, America. No dropping of the mic, though. Oh, you went to church there. Oh, okay. <laughs> Just a little bit. <laughs> exactly. For my letter, I would say, Dear America, I want you to think about the following things. What other people have to say about you has no bearing on how you feel or think about yourself. You can't always expect people to make the right choice. And if someone chooses to be rude, hurtful, or heinous, that is their business. Now, if this person's behavior can be curtailed, then yes, fight it and and work on making that change as professionally as possibly, as possibly can be done. But don't look to feeling good based on what other people are saying or thinking about you because you're always going to be disappointed. And uh, I definitely, my letter would, I would want to take some of your parts too. So, uh, but I would want to drop the mic on that one. I think it's acceptable. (laughs) Gotcha. I think it's that time again. Scenario time. Scenario time. What are we going to talk about this time? Scenario one. Jane is a real physical fitness addict. She always has on her running spandex and rocks a new set of running shoes every two weeks. Her playlist includes Born to be Wild, Eye of the Tiger, Calabria 2007 and Annie Up played on repeat during her two hour daily workout her friends whom love fast food and naps started a closed group for the BOPO or body positive movement 
Jane requested to join, but was denied. Was this right for her friends to not let her join the movement? Was it insensitive of her to even ask to join? What do you think, wifey? You are coming for people. Oh, my goodness. Okay, so this is a great point, guys, because body positivity is for, ding, 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 all bodies. <laughs> it is not reserved for one segment of our society. And if someone happens to be a physical fitness fanatic or addict, they still have a right to comment on body positivity from their perspective. And if they have curiosity in understanding other people's perspective, what kind of a movement would it be if we wouldn't allow that person to join? So absolutely, it was insensitive for them to not allow her to join. And it was not insensitive for her to ask to join because she has a body, so thus she has an opinion on body positivity. <laughs> Preach. Uh. Yes, you know? Oh my goodness. Well, unfortunately, in real life, this scenario occurs many times, mm -hmm. and physical fitness people are usually shamed, basically, by mm -hmm. the body positive people. It's, mm -hmm. They're not accepted, and that's just not right. You gotta really remember what is the group about mm -hmm, exactly. it's body positivity positive it shouldn't be coming from a negative right i mean that's what i just see it's kind of like math uh. body positive positivity true that's the key word there true. positivity let's be positive exactly shout out to Roz the diva she just did a video on this on instagram and i was just like preach sister preach because she is a fitness uh, advocate and a plus size pole dancer and you know people do come for people in fitness and it makes no sense at all scenario two peter has hung out with jerome at least 25 times by now they both listen to the same music and laugh at the same jokes. A concert is coming up with one of their favorite artists. While at the concert, Peter is singing along, but is worried in anticipation of one of the upcoming lyrics. Should Peter shout out the next lyrics at the top of his lungs knowing that Jerome may take offense, or should he censor himself knowing that it would be the most PC thing to do at this moment? Interesting. So is Peter a person of color or not? Peter's your average male that lives in the United States of America. Okay, sir. <laughs> uh, but Jerome is someone of color, I'm assuming. Yeah. Jerome is part of the minority population of the United States of America. Ah, okay. Nice clarification, husband. Again, Jim Carrey, intention is everything. Is Peter shouting out the lyrics with the uh, potentially offensive language because he loves the song or is he trying to degrade or demean a group of people, primarily people of color? It sounds to me from this scenario that Peter just is enthusiastic about the song and is not intending to offend people, but is it offensive to use language that is degrading about people of color uh, as a person not of color? Yes, it on average, I would say, it, it publicly would be seen as offensive. So my answer would be take the consequences. If, you, if Peter's okay with shouting out the lyrics and potentially being beat down, <laughs> <laughs> For uh, wow. for uh, for laying out his truth, <laughs> then go ahead with your bad self. <laughs> but if he would rather, you know, have a nice glass of iced tea and sit down and be humble, <laughs> Kendrick Lamar, thank you. 
I would say maybe vote for the latter option. Wow. <laughs> this situation, Peter, if I was Jerome, you better not say it. <laughs> you better not. <laughs> like that that to me, just because we hang we hung out twenty five times does not mean that it's acceptable for you to use a racial slur. Because that's what this scenario was really getting at. The upcoming lyrics contained a racial slur. Mm-hmm. Peter, you might think that in your head, and it's nice to say, mm-hmm. and you might intend not to offend me, but I don't need to hear that when you're around. Mm. I don't. There's, there's, you don't say every word that's in the dictionary. You don't speak ye oldie <laughs> English, do you? So what about, why don't you just not speak that either? You can just, why don't you take that out of your vocabulary? Okay, but also to bring up a point, because a good friend shared with me, it works the other way too. Don't be going around using racial slurs about the majority of people in this country, right? If you don't want to be disrespected, then you cannot disrespect others. So if you want it off the table, then it works both ways. Or again, if everybody's getting beat down, then go ahead. Like, <laughs> have a party. I mean, it's a wild, wild party. But <laughs> Yeah, so so I see your point. That's why yes. if I was Jerome, I, I wouldn't mm-hmm. be saying the word either. Mm-hmm. I would. It would come up. I'd be looking at Peter, and I wouldn't say nothing yep, either. Just, We'd look. Have like, your right, iced tea. I can bob my head to it. <laughs> I don't have just because someone else says it doesn't mean I have to. Mm-hmm. And guess what? You probably don't say it as good as the actual artist does it either. I can't. Khalil. Let me hear you belt out when Mariah Carey hits her high note. Let me see you do. Th- no, actually, don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> it's not going to sound good. But it's just like that. You, it doesn't fit. So why are you doing it? You can't sing everything that all the artists sing. So mm-hmm. why do you got to rap everything that all the artists rap? You don't have to do it. You can just leave it alone. Ladies and gentlemen, make choices for yourself <laughs> is obviously what scenario two is teaching us. Pretty much. I mean, yeah, Peter can. <laughs> Peter has the right to do anything he wants, but he mm-hmm. got to accept whatever consequence comes with that. I told you somebody will beat you. As long as he knows. He, he's been forewarned. <laughs> Yes, absolutely. It's just, it's. I, I agree with you. I just think basically what you said is perfect. We don't say everything in the dictionary, so I'm not quite sure why people feel the need to have to say every lyric in a yeah, song, right? Like it's to. not, it's not a must. It's not a requirement, and it's definitely not a law. So <laughs> say what you should be saying, and uh, and keep it moving. Yeah, I've listened to heavy metal songs that are in German, and I can't, mm, I don't know how to say those words, so Good just night. like that. I can't, I, yeah, I don't know if they're even saying all that stuff. <laughs> all I, hear, I hear different things, but I don't, I can't try to sing all those lyrics. I listen to it. True. It sounds great, but I don't have to emulate it. Exactly. I love Salina, and I do not speak much Spanish, so, uh, you know, muy bueno, and that's about it. Like, I can't, I can't get it together, so it's very true. Ah, si, sí, si. Sí. Yes, si, sí, senor. Si, sí, senorita. <laughs> Scenario tres. Mm. Misty has the mouth of a sailor. No relation to Popeye, by the way. <laughs> mm-hmm. Her aunt is very religious and thinks it is unruly to utter foul language, especially coming from a young person to an elder. Misty has a dinner tomorrow night with her aunt and family. The family couldn't care less about the language other members use. Should Misty bite her tongue at this dinner table to be politically correct? Mm -hmm. Or should she spout her words that can't be played on public broadcast television viewed by the modern-day American family? Mm, 
interesting. So this is throwing shade to my to my my neck of the woods. I think uh, <laughs> might have a little bit of experience with this. Yes, I absolutely have experience with this. I I am not going to say that every conversation I have is PG thirteen at all. And uh, <laughs> there are definitely relatives who have said things like, "Oh, Natasha, why don't you avoid X Y Z?" Uh, my answer is similar to scenario two. We have to deal with the consequences of our action. So if you're going to cuss and you're going to cuss unapologetically, then you're going to have to deal with people looking shocked and very upset and possibly very hurt with you and maybe saying prayers for you in the corner. Uh, <laughs> but if you don't want to deal with that and you feel like you can deal with subduing yourself and just kind of biting your tongue, then deal with it. But I'm an advocate of always saying you have to live your life. Life is too short not to do what you say and do what you want to do. And to be honest, there's lots of content on social media purporting that the more intelligent you are, the more you cuss and uh, and that you, there's lots of benefits to cussing. So I say cuss, cuss. Cuss, cuss away. Of course you do, right? <laughs> That's not even selfish of you. That's just how you... Facts. I speak only facts. It just happened facts. to fall that way. The card just happened to fall that Listen, way in your favor. Uh, life is good. Life is good. What? Why? What's your answer? It's an interesting one. How many dinners has she had with this aunt mm -hmm. if she's done this before and she knows the outcome it does come down to consequences where mm -hmm. she has to decide is it really worth it for her to just you know talk and spout off like she usually does or does she want to have like a, a she doesn't want to have a blowout fight with her aunt or something so mm -hmm. she holds her tongue mm. she has a decision to make if she's done this before it's really how she's feeling i mean if she's in the if she's in the mood to fight Mm -hmm. she can fight but if she doesn't if, if she's gotten over this and doesn't really care and she's older then i would say you know just do what you want and talk speak how you speak you shouldn't have to mute yourself especially around family that just seems like i don't know that that's like too much pressure exactly your family's supposed to love you and yeah <laughs> i mean it's not like she's at some like conference and for children or something you know <laughs> this is like a sesame street conference this isn't for children <laughs> if she's there then maybe she should change her her you know, language a little bit right fudge and yes s becomes sailor you know stuff yeah, like that but yeah you're not talking to children i mean you should be able to use what language you want right or these if are you usually use children. that well, I mean, man, yeah. Gangster. Yeah, Listen, these are some interesting shout kids. out to Gary V. If Gary V is out here doing conferences, cussing up a storm, why the hell can't we? Like, <laughs> I say you should model successful behavior. And some of the most successful people are out here having cuss parties. <laughs> so cuss, cuss, cuss away. But this comes down to your this comes down to your environment too. Just like yeah. I said, you can't do that everywhere. You can't. You're gonna yes. be sent at yeah. least at least in the United States, they're gonna censor you on TV. Yeah. Now you go to other countries, they're not as politically correct as us because that that's what it comes down to again. Yeah. Cursing on its own probably isn't that bad, unless I mean if you get you can get creative with it and it's it's like downright awful like you need mm -hmm. to just you gotta hold you need to watch yourself like there's gotcha. some bad there's some bad stuff there's some bad stuff you can say that isn't curses you could just put words together that well, I mean, that's that's not be right vulgar i mean yeah don't yeah. be vulgar but if you're dropping like <laughs> f-bombs and just like s i guess if you, if mm -hmm. you say that that's mm -hmm. that's not 
to me that's not a big deal like just don't do it so much and then mm-hmm. I think nobody should be mad about that. It's all consequences. What type of life do you want to live? Do you want to live a life where you are free with your tongue, free with what you want to say? And if so, then deal with the consequences. If you want to subdue yourself, then do not complain. Do not say, oh, I'm not allowed to. You know what I mean? It comes down to what type of life do you want to live? And do it. And do it unapologetically. But what if little Stacy's there? She's two years old and she loves to say Mm -hmm. the new words that she hears. And you're dropping F-bombs here and there. Listen, Stacey. And that she's out in public Stacey's, on the airplane just screaming these She's going to be a gangster words. two-year-old man. Like. <laughs> so the stewardess comes by and says, do you want apple juice or orange juice? Yeah. And she just says, F juice. Then. Gangster. <laughs> is that, was that gangster really worth it? for life. Just because you had to drop <laughs> your words on her? Again, I think you spoke about it earlier. You can be mindful of your surroundings and you can you can make the better decision. Is it a better decision not to curse around the youth because you don't want them to, because they're so impressionable, you don't want them to be uh, unnecessarily using bad or foul language? Sure, you absolutely can curta- curtail yourself. But all I'm saying is if it's going to give you a headache or you feel like you're going to explode, you know, you might just have to drop that F-bomb. <laughs> you might just have to say, listen, close your ears. I'm tired. And just do your business because Lord knows I've heard quite a bit of cursing in my day. And I turned out quite fine. So it's, y- y'all be, Stacy will be fine. She'll make it out in these streets. <laughs> He'll be fine. To conclude that, don't be politically correct, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> That's what that that's the what seems that's the message that I'm getting from this conversation. Uh deal with the consequences either way. There's two there's always two or more sides to an argument. So my view ultimately if we're concluding on this, yeah, I say, you know, uh balls to the wall, do you? <laughs> and you say? I agree. Exactly. You, you should be yourself, especially around your family. Listen, this is called Woke and free. And that's exactly what we're going to be all about. So yeah, it is actually come down to that time again. I know you were having fun because Lord knows we were having tons of fun out here. I'm nearly about to curse. This was <laughs> careful. This is a good old time. <laughs> There's no parental advisory sticker here. This isn't for children. Uh, <laughs> Maybe. I don't we're child know. friendly. <laughs> True. True, true. No isolation, guys. No, everyone can listen. <laughs> okay. Grab your kids, grab your wife, grab everybody. Exactly, exactly. So, again, to recap, if you uh, just caught the tail end of this, we were speak. this is our 10th episode, and we were talking all about are we too PC in our society. And if you didn't catch the beginning, I deeply urge you to rewind and enjoy this party all over again (laughs) and uh we always have to ask the question am i going to leave you hanging for what our next episode is going to be all about drum roll please on our next episode we will be discussing cultural appropriation and we will have a special guest joining us So follow us on social media to follow along in the conversation. And make sure you tune in next week for Woken Free Wednesday to join the conversation at www.wokenfree.com. 
And if you want to be a guest on the show, make sure you submit a topic for an upcoming episode or share how you feel about this episode, our previous episodes, or what's to come on our Contact Us page at WokenFree.com. Again, I cannot stress, we stay on social media. Hit us up on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. We want to hear from you. If you didn't already subscribe, please do share the episode and make sure you come back to join the conversation every Wednesday for Woken Free Wednesdays. Till next time.